Welcome to Take Your Lead Podcast with Mzwandele Makakula, a podcast that seeks to empower you to take charge over your personal growth, development, as well as your emotional well-being. Welcome back to Take Your Lead Podcast. I'm so glad that you've joined us and that you continue to be a part of a community of leaders who are intentional and purposeful about their growth. We know that leadership is not something that you can only study from the books, but the truth of the matter is leadership is something that we literally grow daily. And I love how John Maxwell puts it, the only way to learn how to swim is to jump into the pool. And I believe the same is true when it comes to leadership. The best way to learn how to lead is to dive in and intentionally take charge of your leadership. And that's why I'm so excited on this podcast episode to really share with us how we need to act as a leader. Acting like a leader. How do leaders act? Think with me to the best leader or greatest leader that you've ever experienced. Might be at work, might be at church, might be at home, might be within your family. And I want you to go down deep in your thoughts. How did they behave? How did they speak? How did they carry themselves? What are the things that you can point to that you can say set them apart as leaders. I'm actually thinking as I'm walking through this exercise with you, podcast family, of incredible leaders that I've been exposed to. And one of the things I'm thinking of, which is quite ironic, um, pun intended, thinking of, is thinking. What separates leaders and followers is thinking. Part of how you need to act like a leader is in the way that you think, because leaders think differently than followers. And what do I mean by this? Oftentimes, leaders, when they think, they think big picture. Their thinking is always, how does this affect something that not, might not even be in sight? Because they are able to see into the future and be able to think big picture. How does this small piece of the puzzle fit into the bigger piece of the puzzle? If this is done here, what effect or repercussions does it have? But if you're not a leader, you will only be short-sighted in what you do and how you think, and that will limit the full potential of who you can be and what you can do. So as a leader, think long-term, think big picture. It's extremely important. Not only do leaders think big picture, but they also think strategically. Leaders are strategists. They're always thinking strategy. What can we do? How can we move the ball forward? How can we align xyz so that it's able to balance and the thing about strategic thinking is that it needs time you can't be a strategic thinker if you because oftentimes strategy deals with 
sometimes complex problems that you can't just thumbsuck, but they need you to think, to invest, to, 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 to interrogate certain concepts, to be willing to evaluate, to be willing to monitor what works and doesn't work, to be willing to make the necessary adjustments if need be, to adjust the sales, to, to change um, certain um, strategies and certain things that you need to do. But you can't do that if you're not thinking strategically. Uh, and the beautiful thing about strategy is that it's possible. It's something that you can learn. If you do not have it, it's something that you can intentionally ask someone who might be a strategic thinker. You see strategy in literal small things. When you are a strategic thinker, you're able to maybe, for example, get to a mall where you're going shopping. And instead of just parking on the furthest entrance and walking through the whole mall to get to the store, <laughs> you, you actually were going to and wasting more time and greeting people and seeing things that you were not intending on getting and being distracted by that. When you are strategic, you're able to ask yourself literally, practically, where do I park? Why do I park here? What does me parking here make possible? If I've parked here, I'll be able to kill two birds with one stone. I'll be able to get this from this shop because I need it. I'll be able to go to the shop that I was actually coming to and I'll be able to come back while I'm doing this. My car is getting washed. It's quite a simple example, but it does speak to being a strategic thinker. Were you able to ask yourself, how does what I'm doing uh, affect or impact other things big picture? But how can, while I look at big picture, how can I harness all these small pieces of the puzzle so that they do contribute to the bigger picture? So oftentimes great leaders are strategic in their thinking. And, and I'm saying this to speak to how act like a leader. Leaders are thinkers. And the second thing which I would say I've seen within leaders or acting like a leader, you need to take ownership because leadership is extreme ownership. One of the questions I love asking, I think it was Michael Hyatt who once um, spoke to this, uh, of taking ownership and how if something doesn't happen, you need to ask yourself, what is it about my leadership that has contributed to this result? It's one of the most painful questions uh, to ask yourself, but one of the most necessary questions, uh, the flip side of that, that you need to ask yourself. If something goes right, ask yourself, what is it about my leadership? that has contributed to it working out. If it doesn't work out, the flip side, what is it about my leadership that has made it not work out? And funny enough, what you will see ironically is that once you take ownership, extreme ownership, you will move away from shifting blame and being a victim, but somewhat, somehow power will arise within that will make you feel like a victor because you're able to do something about it. You can never do something about something you've never taken ownership of. There will always be someone to blame. There will always be someone to point to. But until you intentionally take leadership and ownership, it's only then that you'll be able to grow and make the necessary changes. So ask yourself as a leader, what is it about my leadership? If something was supposed to be done by someone else and they didn't do it, it's not a good time for you to blame. Yes, you can always address that with them, but take ownership so that it gets done regardless of that individual. Because at the end of the day, as a leader, we look to you uh, as to why it's not done. We do not look at that person who was responsible because that's you it shows back to you did you teach them did you communicate did you follow through were they empowered were they not empowered and i have that conversation and i get that part where it's literally people's negligence who are not following through and they're not doing what they are supposed to be doing and i get that part but as a leader in order for you to act like a leader you need to take ownership 
Be willing to take ownership of success or failure and rally with it. Take ownership. There's nothing as painful as having a leader who's not taking ownership, who's just there to mark a register. It doesn't work like that. Take ownership. Ownership is very important. Never leave the ball on the table. If you're in a meeting, take ownership. What is, what is my task? What do I contribute? What do I need to do? What do I need to deliver? How will I know I'm successful? How will I know that I'm on track? How will I know I'm not deviating from what was communicated? Take ownership. Don't wait for people to follow up from you. Be the one who pushes communication. This is how far I am. This is where I'm stuck. Uh, how can I grow? How should I do this? Ask the right questions. Don't just wait and assume you will be told. That's not leading. Leadership. That's actually you putting a burden on the person who puts you in leadership in the first place. So take extreme ownership. Leaders take ownership. Another thing uh, which I think is key for leaders in terms of acting like a leader is being present. I cannot overemphasize this. An absent leader, as my mentor would say, is a non-existent leader. As a leader, you need to be present. You need to show up. You can't be a leader who's like absent most of the time in meetings where you need to be filled in as to what was spoken, what was communicated, what was not communicated. Uh, no, no, no. You're actually making us work backwards because we need to always be present as a leader, be present in the right rooms. It, it, there's always this difference of hearing something that was communicated in your absence and hearing something that was communicated and you were there. The power is when you are there, you're able to figure out the atmosphere, the context, why it was said, how it was said, the mind behind how it was said and how to move forward. So it's extremely important for you to be present and not only present in terms of marking the register and showing up, but be present emotionally. Uh, let me drill deep uh, on these two key things. Be present emotionally as a leader. And this applies to the context that you find yourself in. Because I know oftentimes it's easy for you to be present mentally, the details, critical thinking, which is very important. But over and above the critical thinking part, which I spoke about thinking big picture and strategically, but be present emotionally. Because certain things within leadership does need emotion. Were you able to figure out the temperament of the meeting, the temperament of the people in the meeting, why they're responding this way? Because you might deal with an emotional issue thinking it's actually just something that needs to be done, but you can't pick that up if you're not present emotionally. So allow your emotions to be present. And part of how you do that is by clearing your emotion, your emotions or rather speaking to emotional intelligence being aware of your emotions what's my gauge emotional because sometimes you might bring in the wrong emotional um, energy into the room because you are maybe emotionally low and you're not aware of it but awareness helps you to show up better were you able to ask yourself okay i think i'm feeling a bit low what can i do to just enable myself to be in this meeting because it needs me to be emotionally available so that because as a leader truth of the matter people draw from your emotional tank. You might not see it because it's an invisible transaction, but people really do because some of them come and they share what they are going through. Some of them come and they drop um, their baggage on you. And here you are, you're carrying so much weight. And sometimes if you're not able to shift the luggage around, you come into a next meeting, you're so loaded down, you snap, you react or respond wrongly to someone else who really is shocked and surprised simply because you didn't process your emotions. So as a leader, 
it's extremely important for you to, to be present emotionally, not only emotionally, the flip side of being present, it also speaks of being present physically. And what I mean by this is just the etiquette of meetings, something like putting your phone on silent, not having your phone visible on the table. That's uncommunicated etiquette that goes a long way because if your phone is on the table, unless maybe you communicated prior and there's an important call that you need to take, because if you're going to be busy on the phone and you're meeting with someone or a team, it communicates to them that they're not important it communicates to them that there's someone else who's more important than them that their time is not valued and that's not the communication you want to bring across as a leader so small gestures like switching your phone off putting it on silence explaining ahead of time there's a call i might need to take if it rings is it fine if i take it um, putting your phone upside down so that you do not even see the notifications that come through because a small notification can literally derail your line of thinking because you hear but you're present but you're not present because you're already thinking and trying to respond to whatever communication that came through that's extremely important act like a leader be present lastly as a leader because there's a huge difference. Um, I was recently reading um, something from Kerry Newoff. I think it was one of his blogs. Brilliant leader. And if you don't follow him, I do encourage you to really check him out. He's phenomenal. I absolutely love his stuff. And he was talking about how to act and behave like a leader instead of a manager. Because both roles really are important, but they are fundamentally different and require different dispositions and skill sets. So when you act like a leader, you understand that as a leader, you need to create vision. I recently spoke about this in a podcast. A leader creates vision. They cast a compelling vision of where we need to go as a team, as a family, whatever it is that you're responsible for, while managers, on the other hand, they execute vision. Do you see this vast difference? When you act like a leader, you are more focused on the vision that is being created, while managers are actually executing the vision. They are the ones who are making sure the vision gets done. So when that flip comes, don't act like someone who needs to execute when you're someone who's supposed to create or someone who's supposed to communicate. Because one of the roles of someone who acts like a leader, they actually communicate a lot. Why do you communicate a lot? Because vision leaks. You need to always not only create it, but communicate it so that those who need to execute it are well informed of how to execute it. Leaders inspire and motivate while managers maintain and administer. And that's the difference because when you act like a leader, you are inspirational, you are motivational. But then again, we know that motivation gets you going, but consistency gets you growing. So you need to ask yourself, am I not only inspiring and motivating these people, but are they empowered after they've been motivated to do what it is that they need to do? Uh, leaders, they take risks. When you act like a leader, leaders are willing to take risks. They are willing to put their heads on the block to ensure that whatever needs to be done, it gets done. Whereas on the other hand, managers, they control risks. Uh, what I love as well about leaders is that they stay focused on the horizon while managers have their eye on the short-term goals and objectives. And I spoke a bit about this when I spoke about how when you act like a leader, you need to be a big picture thinker. Were you able to not only focus on the mundane short-term goals and objectives, not mundane because they are unnecessary, but more you're able to think higher level of what needs to happen. That's extremely, extremely important. And I think these few thoughts that I've shared are very key and I think they will help you act like the leader that you are meant to be. And I hope this podcast episode has really added value to you and will help you take 
your lead literally as a leader and act like one because truth of the matter is if you don't assume and arise to leadership you will be in a role and position but you won't be impactful or effective the way you are meant to be and thank you so much for being part of this episode till we meet again next time continue to take your lead Well, thank you for joining us on Take Your Lead podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you can get new episodes delivered directly to your device as soon as we release the new episode. And for show notes on today's episode and on previous episodes, just go to www.mzwandilemakakula.com. And if you are a fan of the show, we would love it if you'd give us a review and help us spread the word. Thanks again and we'll see you next time on Take Your Lead podcast.